This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. For generations, the Thorns have been a family of tremendous wealth, position, and power. The perfect marriage of Ambassador Robert Thorne and his wife Catherine was fulfilled by the birth of their son, Damien. And then, when the child was five years old, something terrible happened. And then, it happened again. Was it an accident? Was it murder? Was it a coincidence? Or was it an omen? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Tom Dreesen. You're listening to TV Confidential. Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. Ed Robertson, along with guest James Christie, contributing writer to BBC News Entertainment, DVD Review, London's Guardian Newspaper, and other publications. James is also the author of You're the Director... You figure it out. The life and films of Richard Donner. You, uh, heading into the uh, 1970s, mid-1970s, Donner did most of his work in television, to episodic television, as well as made-for-TV movies. One of the last TV movies he did was a movie he did for Universal called Sarah T. Portrait of a Teenage Alcoholic, which was written by Richard and Esther Shapiro, who, who later gave us Dynasty. The movie address the problem of teenage alcoholism, but I understand that um, Donner found a way to work in another cause as well in the course of the movie, and that's something that he has done on other occasions in his theatrical motion pictures. Yes, I think, I think you're referring to the one scene with the T-shirt? Yes, the T-shirt that says, Pollution is a Dirty Word. Right, yeah, I mean, there's a sneak moment in Sarah T when, you know, she's, she's wearing a T-shirt supporting that statement, and it's... Uh, I'm not sure if it was kind of a controversial thing at the time for a director to slip into a, you know, made-for-TV movie, but he got it in there, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a sign of what was important to him, and a sign of some of the things that would come up, come up later in his, uh, in his body of work. Well, that's a nice seg for our next topic, which is his. I was going to say his entry into uh, theatrical motion pictures in the in the mid 1970s. Actually, the the, the proper word would be re-entry, uh, James, because. Uh, Donner actually did a theatrical motion picture in the early 1960s. Well, he did, he did three of them, Ed. He did, um, his very first motion picture was X-15, which was 1961, starring David McLean, Charles Bronson, Mary Tyler Moore. Um, he'd originally, he was originally a second unit director, and, and the original director fell away, and he kind of took over it last minute. Um, and then there was Salt and Pepper from 1968, you know, the nightclub owners drawn into murder and a, a plot to overthrow the British government and then and then there was Twinkie which was rebadged as Lola in, in 1969 in right. the US um, 
you know, the movies didn't do well, and you know, for various different reasons, which we go over in the book, um, you know, they they just didn't capture the public imagination and 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 didn't do well. So, the big break came obviously with the the script for what would become the Omen. It was originally titled The Antichrist, and then became the birthmark. But it was the Omen that really it really sent sent Dennis Donna's career out. How did he come to direct the Omen? Uh, the script was given to him by an agent, Eddie Rosen. The, the script had been uh, practically dead. It was rejected by every single studio in town, and, and Warner Brothers were the the current studio that held an option on it, and it was it was going to go into turnaround and, and be given up. Um, he just saw something in it uh, that he thought he could um, that he could do, you know, that, that the public could buy into. So he rushed it to, to Alan Ladd Jr., who was. Uh, president of 20th, 20th century folk at the time. I understand Alan Ladd Jr. became a kind of champion to Donner, especially at this point in his career. Absolutely. Well, they were old friends. They were, you know, Alan Ladd Jr. was once Donner's agent mm-hmm. uh, during the television years. And, uh, you know, he knew of the struggles that, that, that Donner had had trying to make his big break in the movies. And uh, he took a leap of faith with, uh, with his friend and, and said, you know, if you think there's something in it, then, then we'll pick it up. You, you, you said twice with regard to the Oven, he saw something in it. It goes back to something we talked about earlier about vision. And um, as I understand, because, okay, the um, I, I guess the, he would have first gotten the script around 74, 75. This is a year or two after um, the release of The Exorcist, which was, this, which was a huge blockbuster. And, you know, because nothing, because you know, there are only seven original ideas in Hollywood, as there are in literature, everyone was trying to come up with a way of redoing The Exorcist. And when the script came to Donner, he didn't see it as a horror movie, didn't he? No, he saw it as a, as, as a mystery suspense thriller. I think he saw that, that the material was rich in that classic what-if factor. You know, they talk about the great scripts having a great what-if question. And, you know, he thought, what if these crazy tragedies that keep happening to this central character, you know, they're not just a coincidence. What if the devil came back as a child and, and you had adopted him? He, um, he, he saw the, uh, he saw the hook and, uh, he wanted to eliminate the obvious, you know, kind of horror aspects of the screenplay, you know, the, the gargoyles and the witchcraft. And he wanted to, uh, quote unquote, treat it seriously. You know, it's an outlandish, um, you know, fantasy, but, uh, you know, like we meant, we talked about a little bit earlier during the interview, um, it's good old-fashioned, honest make-believe. Absolutely. I guess another. I guess another. What if James would be? What if Gregory Peck turned out to be the father of the devil? Now, how did how did Richard Donner get Gregory Peck to do the Omen? It was it was tough. He uh, the the filmmakers originally didn't want to go to Gregory Peck because, um, as you may or may not know, there was uh, Gregory Peck's son had been had been found dead exactly a while before the result of an apparent suicide and. Yeah, there's some f- fairly tough moments in the Omen screenplay that, that they were worried about uh, whether he would, you know, be uh, be interested or offended, something along those lines. But they got the script to Gregory Peck. He hadn't he hadn't made a film in three years, and he had a few questions about who Donna was. He didn't know who he was, but uh, they made him a good offer, and uh, he got ten percent of the of the uh, gross receipts. So uh, that's how Peck became involved with the picture. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.